In today's show, we're going to talk Sacramento Kings for fantasy basketball for this upcoming season. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. We are here to talk about the Sacramento Kings and their fantasy value for this upcoming season. So let's talk about that right now and get into what their schedule looks like. 51 games to start uh, so not to start things off, 51 quality games. That's what they got. Bang on average, right in the middle. That is the average number of quality games for the NBA. Um, so that, that's fine. They have 14 back-to-backs above average. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's not, not a big deal for this Kings team. Where the problem lies is in the default Yahoo playoffs. They have 10 games across those three weeks ending April the 3rd, but it's a 4-2-4. Anytime there's a two-game week, it absolutely should make you consider that when drafting Rashawn Holmes or De'Aaron Fox or Harrison Barnes or Tyrese Halliburton or Buddy Heald, although Heald probably isn't on this team by the time that comes around. But that two-game week is a real stinker in the middle of that playoff run. Now, if you do play with my default playoff situation, they've got 11 games. The most of any team. Ending March 20th, a 4-3-4 schedule. That's pretty good. You'd be pretty happy with that sort of um, that sort of playoff schedule. So in the end, it's just going to depend on what your league's doing, whether the Kings guys have got a real boat boost or whether there's a real problem with that two-game week in the, uh, in the fantasy playoffs for the Sacramento Kings. Let's look at pressure points now. Um, Heald or Bagley? Like, are, are they getting traded? Are they both getting traded? The Bagley one I don't think really matters too much, but the Buddy Heald one does. Because he goes from being a 30-plus minute-a-night player in Sacramento to if he is traded to a good team, maybe he's a 25-minute-a-night guy coming off the bench. And I'd be really, really worried about looking at Heald in a draft for that reason. Like, he's got a rank on ESPN at 71. He was the 78th-ranked player last year. 71 is insanity. They shouldn't be looking at that. He was 84th in points leagues, so actually worse in points leagues. Yahoo's got him at 94. I think that's probably about right. Fantrax's got him at 74. Too high. Because I think he's like a 70 to 80 sort of player if he remains in Sacramento and if he plays 30 plus minutes. But there's no guarantee that either of those things happens, to be honest. So I would not be looking at him inside that top 80 or even probably maybe even top 90 at all for Bud Heald this season. I think Darren Fox's free throw shooting is key. Over the last 20 games of last season, he hit 78% from the line. And on his high volume, it's a big deal because he's at 71. He's way down. He was the 54th ranked player last season in category leagues. Now, in points leagues, it's a different story. He was the 21st ranked player. He is, to me, an absolute guarantee second round points league guy. I think he could be a first round guy. And that's why the ranks are really important here. He's 47th on Yahoo, De'Aaron Fox. In a points league, that's just ignore that shit. He is a second round guy at worst. ESPN, on the other hand, has got him at 18, which is probably too high for category leagues, but it's maybe too low for points leagues. I think that his free throws can take a big step forward and be more consistent with everything he does this year, but it might not happen. So there is a risk associated with him. Fantrax got him at 40, Yahoo 47. Yeah, fourth round, maybe third round for him is probably the right area. 
but you are banking on a little bit of that free throw improvement for him to become that third to second round category league player. And then lastly, it's Rashawn Holmes in his minutes. Because I, I think he can get, or he should get 30 plus a night. If he gets 30 plus a night, he might be inside the top 40. If he plays 28 minutes a night because there's five other centers on this roster or 26 minutes a night, then the value falls off. Now, his rankings are all over the shop. Yahoo looks like they've recently updated their rankings because he sits at 42, which is maybe too high. Their, his ADP is 73 because it hasn't caught up with the new rankings. But ESPN's got him at 86, which is insanity. He was 51st last year in 29 minutes. And Fantrax has, has him at 72, also way too low. Holmes for points leagues was uh, 69th last season. Giggity. But yeah, you know, I think he can be again better than that. And if he plays 33 minutes a night, like he goes into that third round discussion. So his minutes are a really big swing thing that we don't know how it's going to pan out for this season. And that's one of those that we do need to uh, we do need to pay attention to. In terms of breakout options, I don't think there's many. Maybe you could say Fox becomes an all-star. Is that a breakout? Maybe Halliburton in his second year? Maybe. I think if we're going to go deeper than that, I want to look at Terrence Davis, who if healed is dealt then he takes on that role as that scorer slash shooter in the second unit. And that might make him an, an interesting uh, deeper league option. Terrence Davis is ranked pretty low on Yahoo at number 300. I think that there is an outside chance he cracks the top 200. It's all going to depend on what that role is there for him. But I think that there is a possibility that he does that. And then Shemezi Metu, who I really, really like as a player. My problem is, is that Bagley, Thompson, Len are all there ahead of him at the four and the five. Ideally, I'd be giving Metu backup center minutes and backup four minutes, giving him 18 minutes a night and seeing where he goes from there. He's really impressed with what he did last season, but it is a hard path to get there. But I know what Len is. I know what Thompson is. At this point, I know what Bagley is. I don't really know what Metu can be. So he could all he could put all of this together. It's a, it's a massive long shot, as it probably is for Davis as well. But when we're looking at guys who could break out and could come out of nowhere, they're probably the two names to me that really stood out on this... Um, on this Sacramento Kings team. College football, we're going right now. Lots of games today. Pro football, starting in a few hours' time. It's all happening. We are ready to go. And the number one place to place your bets on pro and college football is at Bet Online. Bet Online has contests, odds, props, everything, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today using our promo code Locked On, and you get a 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action, from football to basketball to boxing, even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all their offers for the 2021 season. BetOnline are your online sportsbook experts. You got your live sports you watch in one place, your on-demand shows somewhere else, highlights on your phone, someone else's login for something else. There's just so much clutter with watching all of the entertainment stuff that you like to watch. I want to tell you about a simple way to get all of that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It is called Direct TV Stream and it brings your live TV and on-demand shows together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required and content varies by package. All right, let's look at some fantasy sleepers for the, uh, the Sacramento Kings. Um, 
The pencil, Harrison Barnes. Oh, I did it out of order. I'm so rusty. Let's try it again. The pencil, Harrison Barnes. Barnesy. <laughs> Yahoo's got him at 115. I think there is value in that. Now, we're going to talk about him in the bus section as well because ESPN's got him at 72, and I have no idea what they're thinking. Actually, that's not true. He was 73rd last year, so maybe that's fair enough. And in a points league, he was 77th. So maybe I'm being a little bit harsh. There. I don't value him in that area, but maybe I'm being harsh. But there's, to me, there's no real reason that he's 115th on Yahoo. He's 104th on Fantrax. I think that 90 to 105 range is probably fair enough. But 115 feels a little bit too low for the pencil Harrison Barnes. I don't know how Davion Mitchell's going to fit into all of this. I don't know how he's going to, the shooting's going to look. I don't know how the minute's going to look. I'm not really sure how he's going to get the ball in his hands enough, given that Fox and Halliburton are there. But he's 572 on Yahoo. Now, the fact that his ADP on Yahoo is 128 is clear insanity. You do not draft him in 12-team leagues at all. You don't even sniff him. You don't get close to it. But 572 is crazy. You've got to scroll all the way down to find him. But you want to look at him in 14-teamers. Well, actually, no, you don't. I think 18-teamers probably for him. I just don't think there is enough there for him outside of being a steel streamer with poor field goals, poor free throws, probably low three-point volume, low usage, low minutes for him to be in many leagues. But at 572, no leagues go that deep. You've got you to scroll down to find him. As I said with Holmes, they've bumped him to 42 on Yahoo, maybe too high. But the 86 on Yahoo and not on Yahoo on ESPN is crazy. And the thing with that is he sits at the top of that draft queue and people are passing on him. He's down to 98 on ESPN. They don't know what they're doing. He's at 72 on Fantrax. is also probably too low. And then uh, Torres Halliburton. Yahoo's got him at 59. Spot on. Fantrax at 65. Really solid. Uh, ESPN at 80. What, what are you doing? That makes no sense. He was 71st last year. And I know that ESPN ranks are based on their points leagues rankings, which again is ridiculous. He was 96th in points league. So I can understand that a bit. I think if you're looking at him in a points league, you're probably going to 70, 75, which makes the 80 not crazy. But it is important to note that when you are in a category league draft on ESPN, the points leagues rankings are defaulted in there. So he's going to be down further than what he actually should be. So there is some value in getting old, uh, getting old Tyrese at that spot that ESPN lists him. Now, let's uh, second chance at this. Let's go to uh, Fantasy Busts, and it's the pencil, Harrison Barnes. Barnesy! I mentioned it already. At 72, I just don't think there's much value in that. Maybe you're taking him best-case scenario, which was actually what he did last season. Your best-case scenario career year for Barnes. I don't really see that necessarily repeating. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. And then ESPN, you need to explain yourselves. Why is Marvin Bagley at 92? What are you expecting from Marvin Bagley, the bloke who last year was 116th in 26 minutes? Um, That's in points leagues. In category leagues, Bags was... I think the technical term is shithouse, but 220th. You might have faith in Marvin Bagley. I do not, but you might. Right? But even if you do, you are looking at him and going, well, those 26 minutes a night he played last year, the relationship with him in Sacramento is so good that he's going to play more than that. And then you're also thinking, man, everyone else in my league, they're going to be jumping on Marvin Bagley. And both of those things are almost 100% false. So I don't know why you would bother at 92. So just be really careful of the auto draft in ESPN that you don't get lumped with Marvin Bagley at number 92 because that would be uh, fairly disastrous to end up with him when there are a lot of other players on the board uh, in that position. Let's look at some deep league flyers. We've mentioned a couple of these names already. T. 
Terrence Davis. I think there's some interesting value in him. More dependent on a healed trade, but he's at 300 on Yahoo, not ranked on uh, fan tracks and 258 on ESPN. I think he can get to top 200 maybe, maybe even push further, but that's going to depend on a couple of other scenarios there. So he is a name to watch. I talked about Chemezi Metu already, how I do think that he's worth a deep league flyer. And the same goes with Davion Mitchell. Now, I hate it at 128, where his ADP is on Yahoo. That doesn't make any sense to me. But then on ESPN, he's not ranked at all. He's got a, a, an ADP of 139. There, he's at 572 rank on Yahoo. He's at 148 ADP on Fantrax. I don't see A, him being good enough, or B, having a big enough role to justify those ADPs. It does, I, people love this guy because they love people who, you know, do the uh, blowing smoke out their nose emoji when they're on defense. And I'm not. that's not me saying that he's a bad defender because he's a really, really good pressure defender. He's just very small, and I worry about his shooting, and I worry about so many other parts of his game and where the hell the minutes are coming from to justify taking him in a 12-team league. But still, as a deep league guy, if he does happen to fall, no worries. No worries. And that's a lot of me talking about Davion Mitchell, but I think it is important because obviously people are valuing him in a certain way that I tend to disagree with uh, pretty vociferously at this stage. Um, yeah, so there's some deep league flyers. Let's have a look at the rest of these guys. I do have Darren Fox on the assist, but I, did, I talked about him at the beginning of the show, so I don't need to go back into him. Let's talk Buddy Heald, who we have spoken about a little bit also. Um, again, I just think that you can look at the per game numbers over on Basketball Monster, but I think the uncertainty for him, and that's why yeah, Basketball Monster projections are not a rankings list. If you go into a draft and draft off a rankings list, you will lose. You cannot go, this is my list. I'm just picking the guy at the top every time. It's not how it works. Having a list is fine. Having tiers of guys is fine. Having projections and draft trackers, all that's fine. You've got to know how to use it. You've got to know how to position it all. You've got to know how to use context. And I can say, well, at this point, Buddy Hield is on the Sacramento Kings. So when I, Josh Lloyd, are going in and projecting the Sacramento Kings, I'm projecting how the team looks. I can't make a projection to balance all of the minutes and the shot attempts and the rebounds and the assists because that's how we all do it. That's how everything's got to be done. It's got to be, everything's got to be balanced. Everyone's getting the right minutes and playing time and production and ball handling and percentage. All that stuff's got to balance. Right, but I can't go in and say, well, Buddy Heald's going to be off this team on December the 1st. So that means after December the 1st, then his numbers will drop and then everyone else's will rise because it throws everything off on that team. So I'm projecting him which I have to do for literally every player, assuming that they remain on this team. And when trades happen, it changes. So I look at that and Heald comes out, and you know, spoiler alert, in a category league, he's projected to be the 77th best player. And I'm going on about this, but I think it talks a lot to process as well. He's the 77th best player. Like, all right. If I feel comfortable that Buddy Heald's playing 33 minutes a night and remaining in Sacramento, I'll take him at 75 or at 80. But I, but I don't. I don't have that confidence that he's going to remain there. And in fact, I think that he's more likely than not he is traded. And then more likely than not that he's traded to a team where he goes into a 26-minute a night, 25-minute a night bench roll, dropping him to maybe the 100th best player. And that's super important. Now, you could have a completely different read on that. You might think, you know what? Bud's awesome. I love myself some Chivano Heald, and he's going to go to another team. He's actually going to be better away from this nonsense organization, and he's going to play... 34 a night, they're going to unleash his ball handling and blah, blah, blah. And you think, oh, it's great there. You might believe that. I don't, but that's fine. You can believe that. And then that's where your context comes in. You go, well, Josh has got him at 77, but he'll be better off the Kings. I think he can be at 60. So me getting him at 77 is great, great value. Might not be the case, but you know, 
People have different opinions on things. That's why we don't know what we're doing. We're trying to project into the future. No, we don't know what we're doing. We can't be 100% certain of what's going to happen. So we all have ideas. There's always things that are out there. And that's why I try to be less than definitive in what I say because I can't be definitive. You want me to come out with a hot take like those other dickheads on TV? So this is definitely going to happen because I can't do that. I'm just lying if I'm telling you that. I can tell you what I think is going to happen and why I think it's going to happen and what likelihood I think there is with it. But I, I can't be that definitive. Anyway, Mo Harkless started games for this team last year. He looked bad in Miami. He looked all right in Sacramento. Um, there is an argument you could make that starting Halliburton and Fox, along with Barnes and Harkless, is probably a better combination than having Heald in there. And maybe that's what they do if Heald is traded. For Harkless's defense and a little bit more size there on the wing, doesn't mean you want to draft him. He was outside the top 300 last season, Mo Harkless. But he's a player that in the past has been a, a, a points, sorry, not a, Jesus, not a points guy, a threes, steals, and blocks, a triple one type option. And if we do see him in a role that's a little bit larger than we expect, just pay attention to that. But at this point, yeah, probably doesn't crack the top 250 or top 270. The backup center position is, is a question. And as you can see here, Tristan Thompson, Alex Len, Damian Jones, Nemeus Cater. These are all centers on this team, not to mention Holmes and uh, Metu or Bagley. Um, they're not all going to play every night. They can't. Impossible. What, someone's going to have to get their backup center spot. It's probably Len, but maybe it's Thompson. Maybe it's Jones. Maybe it's Cater. I honestly have no idea. You're not drafting any of them. You're watching to see what happens. Tristan Thompson, by the way, just a quick shout out there. He has an ADP of 142 on Yahoo. So somebody has no idea what they're doing. Tristan Thompson last year was the 259th ranked player in category leagues and played 24 minutes a night as a starter in Boston. So yeah, um, 142's clear insanity. Len, probably a better fantasy player than Thompson if you get to the minutes, and I think Jones is too, but there's just not enough minutes there. Louis King really played well in Summer League. He's had some off-court issues. He played a time for the Pistons. He, they need a wing, and he is a wing-sized player who can score. Not saying that he's someone who is going, he's a two-way guy. But if he jumped up and took minutes off Mo Harkless in the wing rotation off the bench, I wouldn't be completely stunned. There is some real developmental upside in Louis King. And out of him and Jamias Ramsey or Robert Woodard or Damian Jones for that matter or Harkless, you know, I think he's clearly got the best upside of that group. I mentioned uh, Ramsey and Woodard there. Uh, Ramsey, Woodard looked shithouse in some league. Ramsey looked better. Both guys really struggled last NBA season. So I'm not really certain what their role is going to be for this upcoming year. But what I do know is that the best place to buy parts for your car or truck is at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business and they've been serving auto parts customers online for the last 20 years. Whatever part you need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or even new carpet, Rock Auto can have you covered. You go onto their website, all those parts available for cars and trucks. It's so hard for a local chain auto parts store to stock everything. Not that problem with Rock Auto. Everything is there available and you get it at a reliably low price. So go to rockauto.com, check out their expansive catalog of all the parts available for your car or truck. And in their How Did You Hear About Us box, right locked on so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And now I'm going to tell you about the best tasting protein bar ever. It is Built Bar. Whatever your flavor is, whether it's raspberry or coconut or chocolate or caramel or double chocolate or salted caramel or bloody raspberry, orange, mint. There's so many flavors. I'm getting confused. These are the best tasting protein bars ever, but they are not just the best tasting protein bars ever because they are also healthy. 
17 to 18 grams of protein, four to five grams of sugar, four to five grams of net carbs, and 130 to 180 calories per bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar you can find, but it is also a healthy, delicious treat. So you can get these at 15% off by using our promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, at built.com. Go to built.com, load up your cart with boxes, use the promo code LOCKED15, save 15%, and you're good. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. That's the Sacramento Kings. Let's just go through quickly and see what else there is. Yeah, Fox, I think we're looking at third or fourth round and first or second in points. Holmesy in that fourth to fifth round range with real upside, lower in points leagues. Halliburton, much lower in points leagues as well. He's probably a fifth or sixth round player. Just be wary that sometimes the hype might roll a little bit too far with him. Buddy Heald, I'm really worried about him getting dealt. Harrison Barnes, low upside, but rock solid in that 90 to 110 sort of range. Marvin Bagley, not worrying about him in standard leagues. Terrence Davis, a little bit of upside in a Heald deal. Um, Metu, I'm watching. Harkless, I'm watching. Mitchell, Absolutely getting overvalued based on that Yahoo ADP, but someone to pay attention to. And then, yeah, out of those other guys, yeah, Louis King and um, yeah, maybe to see what happens at backup point guard between Len and Thompson is probably where another layer of interest lies, guys. That will do it for me today. I think we have got four NBA teams left, which are coming this week. Phoenix should be tomorrow. We've got the Washington Wizards and the Toronto Raptors coming the day after that. And then just the Golden State Warriors, which is coming towards the end of the week as we try and work out our schedules with the hosts of those programs. So that'll, be, that'll do it. Look, then we're done with um, team previews. Mock drafts next week. Got a 10-team category league mock draft coming during the week. We're doing sleepers for yeah all, all teams. Sleepers show, one of the most popular shows of the year. Now that fantasy football drafts are over, we're doing a sleeper show. That'll come next week, along with a mock draft show. And there will be a Dynasty show with Kostya as well. So make sure you're staying tuned for that, guys. That'll do it for me today. Follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. On YouTube, give me a thumb up, ring the bell, leave your comments, notifications, subscribe, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.